Dear Zanny, number 34, 24 September 2008. Hello, everyone. It is an absolutely gorgeous fall day here in Atlanta. I think the high is supposed to be in the uh, in the mid-70s, and there's not a cloud in the sky. And oh my God, I just get such a longing to be in my Jeep with the top down and just tearing it up out there. Except we've had kind of a gas shortage in Atlanta because of Hurricane Ike. So that's been kind of kind of interesting for us. Um, hey, you know, this is the first relationship style advice, maybe I should even call it suggestion type of podcast. I modeled this after the Ann Landers stuff from the newspaper and from when I was a kid. I used to love to read Dear Abby and Dear Ann Landers and their suggest, um, suggestion column. People would write in. I hope some of our listeners are are old enough to remember that. And it's not just me. But that's where I got the idea. And then when I became a psychotherapist, I thought, golly, I am so blessed to have such a wealth of knowledge just from my clinical experience You know, in the time that I share with my clients. I really want to share that. And so... The suggestions that I make are never, therefore, intended to substitute professional help, um, but they're just something to think about and just more guidelines. Hey, put yourself on my frapper. Go to my website. I want to see where you guys are at. I get voicemails, and right now I tend to get more emails, but I really want to hear your sweet, lovely voice at 678-884-0524. So today's topic, wife cheating. I got a great voicemail. Let's go ahead and play that. Here we go. Hi, uh, Suzanne. I need some advice. I need to know why I constantly seek attention from men, even if it means risking the loss of my husband. I've been unfaithful to him in one way or another in the nine years we've been together since I was 16 and he was 20. And I've always had an excuse by questioning his sexuality or telling him, you know, if you made me or if you paid me more attention and made me feel beautiful, I wouldn't feel the need to cheat. And last year was the first time I actually had sex with another man, and I ended up catching two treatable venereal diseases. My husband, who's gotten so used to blaming himself for my infidelity, has said that it could have been worse, and he's forgiven me. But my problem is that I can't forgive myself. I hate that I make my husband feel inadequate, and I can't forgive myself for risking our health by cheating. I've tried therapy, but the therapist justified my infidelity by saying that my husband is gay, and we should divorce, and that I hate men, and that I really don't have the self-esteem issues that I think I have. I left a terrible taste in my mouth, and I've stopped seeing her, but I still need to know where I'm going wrong. I am an intelligent woman. And yet I've normally placed my life in, in a terrible situation, in a life-threatening situation where I could have gotten really sick or gotten my husband really sick and risking my family. And at the time, I don't, I don't know what my mind is. And, and in retrospect, I can tell myself, you know, what were you thinking? But I just don't know why I have these behaviors, and I just need some advice. Thank you. Wow. First of all, let me say I can really hear um, the pain, the pain this has caused you in your voice. And for that, I just, 
feel very, very bad for you. Um, okay, I'm going to take s each item that you mentioned one at a time. By the way, this is listed on my website, so you can see a written response to this as well. Okay, first of all, cheating is an emotional decision. It's not a logical one. Most people cheat on a partner because something in the relationship is missing. Now, I want to be very careful in the way I couch this because that does not mean that the innocent partner is defective or at fault. Um, it just means that the cheating partner is seeking something that feels missing in the current relationship or within themselves. Number two, when someone is constantly seeking approval from the opposite sex, as you suggested that you do, generally speaking, it is because that is the place of emotional wounding. So what does that look like? Typically, the wounding is from the opposite gendered parent. In other words, sometimes women with emotionally detached or inattentive or disapproving fathers, they will attempt to work out their father complex by seeking out approval from every male possible. So the attention-seeking behavior, it's compensatory for the father's emotional detachment. Until you hash it out in therapy, by the way, it will just continue. You'll never get enough. There will never be enough male approval to compensate for what the father did not give. Okay, number three, regarding your spouse's sexuality. You know, um, caller, you mentioned the possibility that your husband is gay, and wow, this knowledge, it could certainly impact your self-esteem as a woman. Um, I'm curious about your sexual life with him. Are you guys, are you sexually compatible? Do you have good physical chemistry? And what you don't tell me is your feelings about his, I'm going to say alleged, because I'm not sure if you're sure, about his um, either bisexuality or homosexuality. Um, number four, you say that your husband blames himself for your cheating. Wow, why? Is your husband conflicted about his sexuality? I suspect that it plays a huge role. And he feels guilty for probably his possible bisexual or homosexual feelings. So maybe he just forgives you over and over again. You know, therapy would really benefit him too. Number five, you suggest that you've tried therapy, but the therapist justified your behavior. Okay, you need to hear me loud and clear on this. It is never a therapist's job to shame a client. If a therapist did that, I would recommend, girl, that you run so fast and don't even write a check. Why? Because that, to me, would be an indication that their own moral judgment is sneaking into the therapeutic session. Anytime that happens, it is always an unwelcome, unwanted guest. A therapist's judgment is counterproductive for the client. Number six, where are you going wrong? Dear caller, girl, you are looking for external validation instead of finding in it internally. You know, nobody can ever complete us. And I've, I've mentioned this movie before. It was that movie with Tom Cruise. Um, I can't remember. She's cute as a button, the woman that played opposite of him with a romantic thing. And he looked at her and he said, you complete me. And I just want to gag at that. Yes, it sounds wonderful, but it's a fairy tale. Nobody can ever fill us up endlessly. It's not possible. It's not our lover's job. 
we each have our own work to do and for our emotional stability and happiness each of us we have to look inward each of us is responsible for our own emotional health and as long as we seek external validation we will be riding an emotional roller coaster with someone else in the driver's seat number seven you said that you contracted two treatable STDs, sexual transmitted diseases um, what a gift yes because it's a real wake-up call for you if you've been unfaithful since you've been together and you mentioned that that's nine years you know girl this is chronic this is a chronic situation when cheating on a partner is chronic there is so much more that is going on on so many levels number eight what to do now you're not gonna like this you are gonna not like my advice but I think you need to go back to the same therapist yes the same one she sounds like she knows exactly what she's talking about sorry I know that's not what you want to hear but she sounds like she's right on tell her you were disappointed and upset and maybe even angry when she quote justified unquote your cheating process this with her now if there's some other reason that you still don't like her um, and I'm not I'm not clear if that's the case or not okay go find someone else or you could even say hey you know what it's not a good fit between us and ask her to help you um, find a referral again that's 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 okay to do um, again it is not her job to shame you lastly wow what will it take you to forgive yourself how long will you hold yourself with such contempt and self-loathing your behavior results from the only way you know how at this point to get some deep need met this doesn't mean you're a bad person you're doing the best you know how to do but it is unhealthy dysfunctional and potentially life-threatening when you understand the underlying motivation your behavior will make perfect sense then you can break this dysfunctional cycle you can heal I forgive you can you forgive yourself Thank you so much for sharing your painful stuff with me. Um, it's such a privilege. Please call me, 678-884-0524. I look forward to hearing from you. So call me. You don't have to suffer alone. Thanks so much, and bye for now. Blaster.